0: Welcome back to Cal Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Our phone number 312-255-8408. Father Greg Sakowitz, the Rector of the Cathedral, and Mark Teresi, co-host, assistant to me at the Cathedral for Plan Development. Is that angelic, heavenly music?
1: Something is ringing. I thought it was
0: my hearing aids. (laughs) Background. Time is 8.34. Ah, bells and chimes from heaven. We have a great second-half program lined up. The Illinois Chapter of the Patrons of the Arts in the Vatican Museums is sponsoring a virtual lecture series called Rosa Mystica, A Journey of Renewal and Restoration. The five-program series will take place over a 15-month period, with each event showcasing magnificent Marian art accompanied by artistic and spiritual commentary. The first virtual virtual event will take place at Holy Name Cathedral on October 1st from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. And I also want to read this little bit here. The Patrons of the Vatican Museum is a national organization with several chapters in the U.S. There's an Illinois chapter of the Patrons. The Patrons support the work of the Vatican Museums through their financial support of the restoration work that the museums carry on. And with us, not in studio, but by phone, two wonderful young people. (laughs) Anne Shea, patrons of the Arts in the Vatican Museum, and Father Lou Camelli, the Cardinal's Delegate for Christian Formation and Mission. And Father Lou Camelli happens to be a resident at the cathedral. In fact, uh, Lou is a neighbor. neighbor. And And a neighbor down the street. So good morning, Lou. Good morning, Anne. How are you? Good morning.
2: Good
3: morning.
0: Great to be with both of you. And by the way, Anne, I have read that book twice that you gave me, uh, from Henry Nowen, he talked about the losing his mother oh. and um, a compendium of two books combined. I've read it twice already, so I can't thank you enough because I lost my mother in January. You were kind enough to give me that book from Henry Nowen, and uh, it's really made a big difference, so thank you. You're
4: welcome. I, I think that book has helped a number of people, and I, 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 t- I think I told you, Father Greg, I keep a stock of them to help people. When they've lost a parent, because it, as you can read it through the years, and as you go through the grieving process, you get deeper into the book. So I'm glad it helped you. It's
0: helped me immensely. Just his journey, then my journey of losing my mother, uh, eight months ago. So well, this Illinois chapter of the Patrons of the Arts in the Vatican Museums is outstanding. Who, for a moment, can give us the history, when and how did this begin?
2: And I think I, you probably I, have a better sense of that. Uh, it, it began under Cardinal. Was it Cardinal Bernadine?
4: It began. began Yes, under Cardinal Bernadine in 1993. And uh, it was out of the. If you recall, in the late, in the mid 80s, there was a major Vatican exhibit in Chicago, mm-hmm. L.A., and New York.
0: That's right. Yeah.
4: And I think a, a lot of us went through. Uh, through the uh, Art Institute at that time, and uh, out of that, Cardinal uh, Bernardine uh, was one of the uh, original people to begin the uh, or to start uh, the patrons. It is organized under the um, Archbishop of Chicago. So currently, Cardinal Stupich serves as our chairperson. I'm his, I'm the president of the board and. Uh, Father Jack Wall is Cardinal Supridge's representative.
0: And what is Father Luke Camelli's position with this? Uh patron's? Father
4: Camelli is priceless. <laughs> yes, he <laughs> is. And, we, 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 and
0: we all know that. <laughs> yes, we and do we all know he that.
4: Is, he's a director on uh, he's a director
0: on the patrons board. Okay.
1: And this isn't just a functional um, Organization that says, "Look at art pieces, restore them." You're really tied to the whole spirituality of, of them. Like for instance, the Mary statue that was refound and brought back to Holy Name Cathedral. It's a beautiful carved marble image of Mary, and you sit in front of that statue in prayer, and something spiritual really takes over. So, um, can you talk a little bit about from both of your perspectives? How has art impacted your life that you're willing to spend time on this project?
2: Yeah, You know, uh, w- one of the things that, that we've done uh, with the patrons is uh, a series at the, the Art Institute, and, and the title is very, I think, instructive. It's Art as a Carrier of Faith. Uh, it, it's intimately tied up, art and faith. At least, and certainly, in the Catholic tradition, is is ver- they're very closely aligned. We believe that the Word was made flesh, and that's that. I mean, that's just a central conviction of faith that uh, that God has taken human form in in Jesus Christ, and so and this whole world becomes a, a place uh, where God can be revealed, but in a particular way, uh, in what is. Beautiful, and uh, and the the works of art become in a in a certain sense effective signs of the presence of God and the mysteries of faith, and, and that's why, especially Catholic people, are very attached to the images uh, of 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 faith, and 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 so and the and the artists have been able to evoke uh, perhaps a deeper reflection on the mysteries of faith. So that's, that's a little piece of it. I mean, there's a lot more that could be said. But I, I, for yeah, me, Maybe for a
0: second, Lou, say more about it because I find that uh, just the c- compassion or the passion you both have and many others do, I mean, this Illinois chapter, of the patrons of the arts in the Vatican Museums, the work you do is profound, but there's such a passion that is done by so many people, but there's that connection between art and faith which I know in our Catholic tradition is so, so important. And I think moving forward, it even becomes more important in the lives of people. So just maybe even say more about it. And also i like to hear from Anne's perspective with that too. Sure.
2: Um, Anne? And? For
4: me personally, beauty unites us. Uh, that was a commentary by uh, Pope Francis um, recently. When I look at what art does for me personally, it becomes a mirror. Mm. So when I look at a painting and I, I just look at it, it becomes a reflection of who I am. And it fills up the cup for the day. You know, it it helps you to get through.
1: I like uh, that image. and it also, this, Go ahead. Uh,
4: I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, no. uh, several years ago, um, Father Lou... Jack Shea, and Rebecca Long from the Art Institute and I talked about a way to engage people through art in the Vatican Museum. And we started a program um, called Art as a Carrier of Faith. And what we would do is take go, take our patrons through the Art Institute. Um, over an hour, we'd go through three or four paintings, and then we would convene afterwards with a glass of wine and just talk about uh, what what the painting does. And so there'd be a, an artistic and theological commentary. Uh, and it really, it was our most successful program. And that was really the springboard for Rosa Mystica.
0: In fact, maybe say something more about this whole thing called uh, Rosa Mystica, A Journey of Renewal and Restoration. Is this an outflow of some of those conversations?
4: Yes, definitely. And what we're looking at is, um, particularly now, how to help people get through these difficult times.
1: Yeah. Is, yeah. The, and, the, the,
4: what can art, and what can art do for you? So the Illinois patrons have a different take. So it's not just do we raise funds to restore artwork in the Vatican Museum? Yes, we do. But we really want to look at what can art what can art do for you?
2: You're
0: trying to touch lives.
2: Exactly. Oh, ab- absolutely, and and doing it through the figure of Mary, the Mother of the Lord, uh, who the you know the Second Vatican Council said she's a sign of uh, sure hope and comfort for the pilgrim people of God. That, that that's right from the Council, and in this time of the pandemic and the social upheaval and so forth, that her presence or and, and that gets evoked by the images. It, is incredibly important for people of faith to know that there is a uh, comforting maternal, uh, hope-filled presence with us, walking with us. That's that's just really important. And what the artists do, the different artistic representations that we'll take a look at, mostly drawn from the Vatican museums, uh, they will give us uh, the the eyes to see this and to perceive it. So it's it's really exciting, and, and not only exciting, but also needed at this time. See, it
0: was very interesting that you're talking both Lou and Anne. You're not just talking about restoring a piece of art, but there's a whole interior piece of the individual journey that's connected with it. I want to talk more about that
1: when we get to the break. Mark, take us to break. Okay. WNDZ 750 AM on your dial 312-255-8408 you're listening to Catholic Chicago Father Luke Camelli, and Shay. and when we come back um, there are heartfelt stories about artwork and restoration and I know you have a special story about Cardinal George that you'll share with us when we get back so let's take a little break and we'll be back in a few minutes
3: more people around the world are interested in their family history. At Catholic Charities, we are hearing from adults who lived for a brief time at St. Vincent's Orphanage, the wonderful life-affirming agency that operated out of our headquarters for 91 years, serving thousands of women, children, and families until it closed in 1972. Our post-adoption services help adults who want to learn more about their experience at St. Vincent's. Our compassionate staff members provide whatever family background information they can offer, along with support and reunion services. To learn more, call 312-655-7093. That's 312-655-7093. The spirit of St. Vincent's lives on in the inspiring stories that continue to emerge today.
5: Throughout our nation and our world, people of all faiths have recently been joining fervently in all kinds of prayer. They have found that coming together in prayer is a source of comfort and strength. In this spirit of unity, the Archdiocese of Chicago has introduced a call to prayer, a telephone line dedicated to prayer. If you would like to join with another person in prayer, call 312-741-3388. This line is staffed from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily with parishioners from across the Archdiocese of Chicago. These volunteers are here to listen to you, offer support, and pray with you. A call to prayer includes a 24-hour voicemail and email options as well. Experience this wonderful opportunity to join with people just like you who trust in the power of prayer. That phone number again is 312-741-3388. Let's pray together today.
3: Do you have a gently used laptop or desktop computer that is gathering dust in your home? Consider donating to our Catholic Charities Veterans Computer Project. We will clean out your device, give it new software, and repurpose it for a veteran who is looking for employment. Your gift will make an incredible difference in a veteran's ability to find a job. Catholic Charities provides veteran services throughout Lake and suburban Cook Counties, giving participants an array of professional and personal support. Our veterans have served our country and it is our privilege to serve them. To learn more about Catholic Charities Veterans Services and the Veterans Computer Project, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219.
1: back, Catholic Chicago, WNDZ, 750 AM on your dial, 312 255 You notice
0: how Michael May is serious today and no no nonsense. He He keeps us in line, which is very difficult, Mark. He he tries. He He tries. tries. (laughs) He's doing a very good job of it so far.
1: So we're talking to Father Luke Camelli and Anne Shea uh, uh, about Vatican treasures, restoration here, different... Programs that are coming up: Rosa Mystica, Journey of Restoration, Renewal. But Ann, I wanted to ask you. I heard you have a story, kind of a personal story about a restoration of a painting in honor of Cardinal George. Could you share um, that story with our listeners?
0: Are you with us, Ann? Lou, are yes. you there? Yes. Oh, there,
4: I, I, oh, Ann. Okay, okay. Um, i I would love to tell you this story. It's just so heartwarming. Um, in 2013, beginning of 2013, um, um, Cardinal, uh, Cardinal George was in Rome. And um, I met him there because we were meeting to talk about uh, the patrons. And we had restored, uh, the patrons had restored a painting in his honor. Um, it was Madonna and Child with St. Mary Magdalene. So we're in this meeting, and then I took him to the restoration lab to show him the painting, and he looked at me and he said, I would love to have this in Chicago on my 50th anniversary of my ordination. Mm. So I said to him, I'll make it happen. Mm -hmm. So At the end of uh, probably the end of November, the beginning of December of 2013, we had the painting um, shipped from the Vatican Museums, and it was on display in the Art Institute for three months. And at the night of... um, uh, this reception in his honor at the Art Institute. Um, there was a theological and artistic commentary we always have had. And then Cardinal George became very emotional, and he talked about uh, the time his mother would drop him off in the Art Institute and she would go shopping at Marshall Field.
0: <laughs> really?
4: And and he was so touched by it. His eyes were watering up. Um Cardinal George and Cardinal Supage have been so supportive of the Illinois chapter. Uh, And particularly, um, let me give you an example with Cardinal George, because his longevity was so much more than with uh, Cardinal Supage, who's our current chairperson. He would come to every one of our events except one time when he was having chemotherapy. Wow. Wow. So it was so touching. And he really believed in the work of the patrons. And I find now the cardinal soupage as just as supportive.
0: I think um, it's fascinating. That, uh, Becca, along those lines, and this is you've given great background material here, Anne. In terms of, uh, never heard that story about uh, Cardinal George and tearing up. And uh, but what what a story! Cardinal George's mother would drop him off <laughs> at the art institute, and she would go shopping. Now I have to be honest with both of you. If my mother dropped me off at the art institute, that would be a punishment. <laughs> for, for, <laughs> For me, well, <laughs> would Some, have been <laughs> somehow knowing you, I believe <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even today, and ironically, to my st- mother tried <laughs> so hard to get me into the arts because she was an opera singer, and I thought every mother sang soprano with the, while doing dishes. And uh, my background was more sports, but uh, as, as I'm getting older, I'm actually starting to appreciate more the arts and classical music. Maybe it comes with age, but you know, maybe for a second, Lou. You know, we've the fact that we are together in the rectory, and we talk every day. Yeah, you seem to have such a passion for this area, and when you're talking about the patron of the arts, you get excited about it. Let me ask you why. What what what, what do you see the need for this as we pass on from generation to generation?
2: Well, you know, I, I mean, I think that 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 phrase that you heard, Nan, spoke about art as a carrier of faith is that's 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 critical. You know, so in a certain sense, it's. Uh, it's another way in which the Word of God is proclaimed, through images. You know, that, that's one thing. The other thing, too, that we, we could perhaps uh, forget, or it might be obscured, but the, uh, the art that we're talking about that's a part of our, our legacy and patrimony in, in the Catholic Church is not just a Catholic thing. This is uh, something that belongs to all of humanity, it's something that links all of us together, no matter what our particular. I mean, the images may be particular to Catholics and so forth, and especially uh, treasured by them and, and, and a source of devotion and so forth. But there's an, at another level, there is uh, an experience that is universal, and, and that's really important. It's, it's, it's something that belongs to all of humanity. So I guess I mean those are a couple of thoughts. There's 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 a lot more too, but I I think that for me the the faith dimension, the the humanity that's in in involved in the human values, uh, all of this comes together, and uh, we're really we're really blessed. This is this is a part of our lives. It belongs mm-hmm. to it.
1: And I had the privilege of. Being at Mundelein Seminary, working at Mundelein for 15 years, surrounded by beautiful art. Cardinal Mundelein wanted to create this church in America, but he wanted people to understand the beauty and history right. of art and how it fits into our faith life. I remember there's a, a Zuberon painting above the main altar of the Holy Family. I mean, it's, it's a classic it is gorgeous. art piece of art that basically anybody comes into that chapel understands that's part of who we are as as an American church, too, to embrace that. Now, when you're talking about the Rosa Mystica journey of restoration, renewal, and you're looking at images of Mary, can you give people a little hint of what kind of images you're looking at?
2: I I think one thing, because we don't have an awful lot of time left, but one extraordinarily interesting thing, and Anne can speak to this maybe better than I is the uh, the last session is going to take place in 2021, and it involves uh, what's known as the buried Madonna of Chicago. And why don't you say something about that? The connected buried
0: Madonna the, of Chicago? Yeah,
2: the buried Madonna. It's connected to the Chicago Fire. And wow. why don't you explain? Tell us about that, um,
4: In Immaculate Conception Parish on uh, North Orleans Street, mm-hmm. uh, there is a painting uh, that's done from the School of Murillo. It's called the Immaculate Conception, and during the fire of October of uh, eighteen uh,
0: seventy-one,
4: the um, the sisters buried the painting to protect it. About ten or fifteen years ago, the painting was restored, wow. and it's it's beautifully done. So um, our end our last program in October twenty twenty-one will showcase this painting.
0: I've never heard that story. Mm-mm. Did you, Mark? No. Isn't
4: that extraordinary? A I mean, it's a stunningly beautiful painting. First of all, it's
2: a part of our Murillo. It's a part of our artistic uh, tradition, but it's also very Chicago and uh, and and connected with the fire. I mean, it's just amazing how some of these things link up. Now, Anne, yeah. let me ask
0: you this. When that painting was buried by the sisters, was it forgotten and found, like, years later?
4: You no, know, I don't know that.
0: That's amazing. Uh, I've been a priest 41 years. I've never heard that story. It's, so
4: it, it's the quite interesting. The Madonna
0: came back to the fire. Maybe just for a moment, because we're just in the last couple of minutes here, tell us about the first part of the series, October 1, 6.30 p.m., virtual, of course, from Holy Name Cathedral.
2: Yeah, and I think one thing Father, that's Father. important if people are interested in participating, uh... They can. I, it's going to be posted at the Holy Name Cathedral website. But Anne, also, uh, where else can they see uh, information um, about this um, series?
4: As you, ha- you would need to register. And if you could look at our website, uh, VaticanVaticanPatronChicago uh, dot org.
0: One more time, Anne.
4: vaticanpatronschicago.org dot org. And um, right It's list. It's. Um, the Rosa Mystica Initiative is on the website, and as of 5 o'clock, by 5 o'clock today, you will be able to register for the first of the five webinars.
0: Which happens to be October 1, 6.30 p.m. At 6.30, 30, yeah. Uh, from Colenium Cathedral.
4: And um, uh, Father Lou and Rebecca Long from the Art Institute will be the presenters, and um, Cardinal Soupage will um, be present. So, They'll, again, be artistic and theological commentaries with the ability for a Q&A. And we're going to be looking at two Russian icons and a painting from the Vatican Museums. It's the Mother and Child with St. Dominic and St. Catherine.
0: And maybe one more time to register, go to the what website again?
4: VaticanPatronsChicago.org.
0: Now, would there be a, a phone number?
4: Uh, if anyone has any questions, they mm-hmm. can call... The
0: number once again,
4: Ann.
0: 312-534-5351. We need to bring the program to a close. It's been a fascinating last half hour with uh, Ann Shea, (coughs) the patrons of the Arts in the Vatican Museum, and Father Lou Camelli, the Cardinal's Delegate for Christian Formation and Mission. Both Ann and Lou, you've been a delight this last half hour. Keep up the great work. Um, it's fascinating, some of the stories you were sharing, but how not only to touch lives, but to touch hearts and make a difference as we move forward into the future. Lou, I'll see you back at the rectory, and also, and please uh, give our very best to uh, Jack. Um, you know, tremendous, I was going to say, young man. <laughs> And, <laughs> right. and come visit us. <laughs> thank you. When, when things care. get a bye little bye bit bye. better,
1: come visit us.
0: Wanna thank you in a very special way. Thank you so much. Thank you and God bless Bye bye Thank you. Thank you in a very bye special bye. way. Mark Teresi, co host, great being with you again, Mark. We'll thank you too. To the special thanks to our producers. I think it's been Vince uh, Girosoli and Michael May and our engineer Michael May today. To our listeners, may God bless. Have a blessed weekend.